times are good, I've got wine on the rack. on my feet, babe, and silk on my back. Yes, now everything is fine in this world of mine. Yes, it's true, all the things that you do will one day come running back to you. So as long as you keep loving, baby, you're gonna call on. Below, I've got no peaches and cream and pie. I guess this is what it feels like. Nothing is ever quite like I it seems. days when some get high, babe, and some get low. And the some people just got no place to go. Someone. I think I'm doing okay, living from day to day. Today she died, my Some are right, some people hard. they are wrong and the times are real and the nights are long But the sun is gonna rise, so you gotta keep moving on So day after day, Peaches I drank it all Now I've got nothing Nothing is ever quite like it seems are supposed to burn sometimes And I hear that they heal in time Pitches and cream and pipe dreams Nothing is ever quite like it seems Here I am in If I'm a sinner, babe, then that makes you a saint And the wind is gonna blow and the river will always flow And every cold morning the wind will always flow I think about my kids and how I've let them down I wonder about my best friend that I've met Tell me about yourself. 30 below, I've got 
Yes, this is what it feels like to be alone. As you know, mm-hmm. we spent some time there together yeah. partying and whatnot. But uh, yeah, it's I, I started playing music um, when I was in elementary school, I guess. Both my mom and my dad used to play in a band and are musicians. And I kind of, our whole family plays music, so my brother does, my two sisters do as well. And uh, yeah, I carried that on, and that's what I'm really following right mm-hmm. now as a career path. So I've been touring across the country the last, last six months or so. It's been mm-hmm. very busy. And uh, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm doing. That's what I've been up to. Mm-hmm. Does your whole family do uh, like folk? Uh, yeah, my my dad plays. He's a rocker. My okay. dad's a rock and roll player, but he you know he plays bluegrass and country as well. Mm-hmm. My mom uh, sings country songs as well and folk songs. But yeah, and Col- Colton, uh, he kind of dives into psychedelic rock and but you know he, he's a blues player at heart. And my okay. sister writes folk music as well. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Mm-hmm. Why did you decide to? Was being a performer always like your your dream? It wasn't always my dream. I guess there's like, there's a few moments where like, you know, those elementary school Christmas concerts was always fun to do, and mm-hmm. I, I d- loved taking like, a, I had a lead role a couple times, which was a really good time. But it was never something that I always dreamed of doing. It's just uh, songwriting was one that that was always there, and I guess performing almost comes secondary to writing songs for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to share my songs. So in order to do that, I have to perform, mm-hmm. you know. But it's it's always seems secondary. Uh, songwriting is and creating music is always the first thing. Awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. That's so cool. So we just heard your song, uh, "This World of Mine." Can you talk about that? Yeah, I. Uh, this world of mine. I, I wrote that song, I guess, about four years ago in On and All, at my mom's kitchen table. I remember that night well. Uh, <laughs> It's it's one of those tunes that kind of flew out of me, you know. Like sometimes, sometimes it takes a year to write a song. Uh, this one really just came out in like fifteen or twenty minutes, and voila, it was done. Yeah, it's kind of a fun, upbeat uh, country tune. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's ki- kind of the genre that I've been leaning towards these yeah. days. So okay, mm. okay, awesome. And um, this song came out in a short amount of time, but you said like some t- songs take. Or right, what exactly is that song process that you have it, for the most part yeah it really depends okay. you know sometimes I'll just be I'll be uh, playing acoustic guitar and I'll find a progression that I really like and mm-hmm. then a word will pop into my head or I have an idea that I've been thinking about you know that uh, and then it could take off from there sometimes you're driving down the highway and you know you see something really beautiful and you're like wow and you come up with a phrase or you have to, like, pull over to, like, write it down? Exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's what cell phone voice memos are for. Yeah. You know, I, I literally have no room on my phone to do anything because the camera is all used up with video, little snippets of ideas and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, yeah. But, yeah, it, it all depends. Um, when it comes down to it, when you do get an idea uh, for a song, you need to grab that as fast as you can mm-hmm. because if you don't, it's gone. And like you know, when it comes down to the songwriting process, if uh, you know if you write a verse and then you leave it and say oh, I'll come back to this later, chances are you might not get a chance to capture the same you know the same idea or the same emotion that you were originally planning on doing. Mm-hmm. So 
it's one of those things like <clears throat> if uh you know you gotta buckle down and just spend four hours and write the song or three hours or how, however long it takes you know i find that if i do leave it sometimes i don't get it back and then it'll sit there for two years and then say hey whatever happened that's not let's try to finish that later on yeah but it's never the same you know yeah definitely mm-hmm. i understand that <laughs> um um so you have the, the song that we just played is from your album prairie sky yes which you released in 2013 uh, what was the process of making it? Yeah, I uh, I recorded it in Guelph, Ontario, uh, with a producer and a good friend of mine named Louis Melville, and uh, him and Tannis Lemon are partners, and she's a fantastic folk musician in her own right. And uh, I went out there for for two weeks, and we spent uh, hopped on a Greyhound bus with nothing but my acoustic guitar, and we spent ten days recording. Uh, we had some very late nights in the studio. Uh, Lewis really helped me out. I will forever be, uh, you know, owing him mm-hmm. <laughs> in his life. But uh, yeah, w- we did. We ended up recording like 27 songs in 10 days, and uh, oh. we put 20 on the album only because there's only 80 minutes that can fit onto a disc. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the full album comes out like 79 something. But I, you know, which in hindsight isn't probably the best idea there's a lot of material on there a mm-hmm. lot to digest but yeah we, we had a great time doing it and uh i released it on march 23rd 2013 mm-hmm. and uh I'm, yeah i'm really proud of that first album for sure that's awesome that's, well it's great music um mm-hmm. so what did you do with the rest of those songs they're hanging out that's they're hanging out in uh in nowhere land right now yeah, i guess like <laughs> in the purgatory music <laughs> yeah music right purgatory. it's funny i was actually just in guelph like a week ago and I, uh, I was had supper at Tannis's and Lewis's, and uh, I was actually talking about talking to Lewis about you know sending me those tracks because I some of those songs I don't even remember how to play. Oh it's really? Funny, there's two of them there that we recorded that were new songs that I totally forgot about. So it's it's gonna be really nice for him to send those to me so I can have a listen mm-hmm. you can <laughs> and do maybe like a fun little relearn my songs. <laughs> yeah, you could do like a little. Uh, EP with those or something. Yeah, yeah, I've thought about that as well. So <laughs> that's awesome. Either way, I definitely do need to get into the studio again soon. Mm-hmm. Do you have plans? Uh, I've got ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay, for sure. I know it it has to happen within the next year. Okay. And I'm just kind of uh, you know coming up with my master plan on how I'm going to execute that. Okay. But right now, touring is is number one. Mm-hmm. I've got a couple of tours lined up and whatnot. So. Awesome. Yeah, and you actually just came back from a month-long tour yes. with Richard Inman. Yes. Can you, what was that like? It was a great time, yeah. Uh, Richard and I, we went, put on a lot of miles. Uh, we did 25 shows in 30 days. We went as far west as Salt Spring Island, the southern Gulf Islands, uh, and as far east as Ottawa, and then back to the prairies again. So, yeah, it was a lot of driving. Yeah, that's a long <laughs> oh, distance. Yeah, a lot of good shows. Met a lot of fantastic people. Uh, made some awesome music uh, contacts all across this beautiful country. And I would definitely do it again. Mm-hmm. And R- Richard Inman's a fantastic songwriter. He's a good friend of mine. So mm-hmm. we get along famously. We had a great time. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any fun stories that you want to share from the tour? From the tour? Hey, yeah, we saw two humpback whales. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun for both of us. Uh, both Rich and I felt like little children. Yeah. Uh, we were on the ferry on the way uh, to Salt Spring Island from Vancouver, and the captain of the boat says, "Everybody, look out the left window. There's two humpback whales playing in the water." So yeah, they're they're like 
reaching out for us and whatnot, and it was it was very cool. Yeah, that's so cool. And we also saw, we actually saw a lot of wildlife on this trip. We saw like one other cool thing was as we were leaving, uh, as we came back to mainland from Salt Spring Island, as we were driving past the U.S. border and there was a U.S. USA sign, and on top of that sign there was two bald eagles. Oh wow! Perching up there, like these guys know their place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we saw a wolf. We saw a lynx. We saw bunch of elk and jasper and mm-hmm. lots of wildlife yeah that's awesome yeah, that's good nice. beautiful trip mm-hmm. so cool mm-hmm. um so that was a huge distance in a short amount of time what were some like some of the stresses you guys had to deal with on this yeah tour? um we had to drive through some pretty nasty weather mm-hmm. and uh, oh yeah it's c- kind of one of those things where uh you have to be in a certain city that is you know, eight hours away by a certain time. So you either decide to not drive through the weather and cancel the show or do it. <laughs> yeah. And we did it. You know, like we uh, we played in Jasper on a Saturday night and then we played Vancouver the next night, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know, a nine-hour drive. And so we woke up real early. I didn't get much sleep, woke up real early, and there was a bunch of snow in Jasper. And we had to drive through uh, some pretty scary mountain passes. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of snow where it's, you know, it was warm enough where it was all melting, so it was all slush. That's scary. So the Jeep yeah. was sliding all over the road, passing semis, and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, when I was little, yeah. when my mom would take us traveling, and we had to go on this really narrow uh, road on this, I don't remember where we were going or what direction, but it was on a mountain, and there was a very, very narrow road, and we weren't allowed to talk. She's like, no one can talk right now, yeah. I have to concentrate. Focus. And whenever a car comes, she'd like to slow down to like 10 miles an hour. She was so nervous. Yeah, yeah. So I know what that's like. No, and it yeah. wasn't even snowing. <laughs> oh, no. So. Yeah, we had, we also drove through a really, that first Saskatchewan storm. Mm-hmm. 90 kilometer an hour winds, glare ice on the roads. Mm-hmm. 35 kilometers an hour yeah. down the highway. And like, you know, if, if, you, if you're going through a bluff of trees, the wind, you'd be sheltered from the wind. Mm-hmm. And as you'd pop out of that bluff of trees, like the wind would blow the vehicle across the ice. Jesus, you know, that's so scary. Crosswind. So it was, uh, yeah, you know, there's a band from Sudbury, Murder, Murder. I don't know if you, they um, they actually crashed their van in that same, oh my goodness. That same Saskatchewan storm, that same bay. Yikes. And we were driving through it, and they lost our upright bass and all sorts of stuff. But oh, my yeah. heart. Like, I, yeah. couldn't, I wouldn't be able to handle that. Yeah, so that the cancellation tour and everything is too bad. But That sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not the only tour you've been on. You've been on mm. tons of tours. Um, yeah. what have you learned from your many experiences with touring? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of things. You want to share anything? Absolutely. Yeah. I've learned, um, I think I learned you really get by with the healthier friends. You know, it's like, I, I want to take the time to say a, a huge thank you to everybody. Mm-hmm. Who's out there, if anybody's listening who, you know, let me crash at their place or made me suffer or did anything along those lines or ca- even ca- came onto the show you know it, it's really it's really the fans out there and your friends that allow me to do this you know mm-hmm. it's uh yeah you, you really can't do it on your own you need you need help yeah those people that and we have a really beautiful country with a lot of beautiful people in it mm-hmm. <laughs> and i encourage everybody to get out there and see it mm-hmm. you know before you're an old man or an old woman, and you can't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the time that's is true, now. I know. That's <laughs> it's so hard, <laughs> that's what I think. like, with school, and everything, people always have excuses, but when you're old, not much you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. So for the Winnipeg musicians listening, do you recommend that they 
to improve their career that they should really focus on touring or do, or do you think that just like yeah well if they if they want to be a touring musician like y- you know I guess there's lots of musician musicians in Winnipeg that uh, might be choosing different career paths maybe they're just recording artists or just studio okay. studio recording artists or maybe they just want to write songs for people but yeah if you want to if you want to uh, get out there and play absolutely yeah that's the best way to do it dive, okay. dive into the fire do you think um, touring has improved your your songwriting skills at all or yeah y- you definitely gained some inspiration from the road mm-hmm. you know like um richard on this tour he was writing writing like a man then oh yeah on the road yeah okay um yeah you know you, you meet new people you see new things and you can draw inspiration from that mm-hmm. and it can turn into a song pretty fast okay yeah. cool mm-hmm. awesome i've never been on tour so i just i just like to know all yeah, these things get out there yeah <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. how, so how did, how do you know Richard? Uh, Richard and I met at the Winnipeg Folk Fest. Uh, not this last summer, but the summer before. Mm-hmm. We were both a part of the Young Performers program. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where I wasn't living in Winnipeg at the time, so I, I hadn't met him before. But, uh, you know, all my friends were telling me about him, and he had heard of me before. So mm-hmm. it was just a matter of time before or, you know, a matter of time until we met and shared songs. And once we did it, it really clicked and, uh, you know, started talking about, hey, man, we should tour someday. And we did it. Nice. Here we are, so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it was successful? Yeah, Mm -hmm. very successful. That came back with money in the pockets. Good for you. That's uh, so exciting. No major issues along the road. Awesome. Great. Mm -hmm. So, um, throughout your musical career, what is your proudest accomplishment? My proudest accomplishment? Yeah. That is a that's a very good question. Mm-hmm. You can think about it. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to say this tour. You know, I, I've I've been on other tours before, but you know, like a two week run or a three week run. But this was the longest I've been on the road, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, traveled didn't only go west or only go east. I went west and east. You know, covered a lot of miles and it was successful. Mm-hmm. And Richard and I primarily booked it on our own and did it all ourselves. So it's it's nice to know that we can, you know. You can do it, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm, I'm feeling on a. Yeah, I'm feeling yeah. pretty good about it. And you can do it right again. Now. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. That or, uh, you know, getting accepted to Home Roots, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And I'm doing that in January, February. Okay, what's that? Home Roots is like a, it's an organization that sets up series a series of house concerts across. Oh, okay. um, there's different circuits for different provinces, mm-hmm. and basically they find hosts, people who want to have music in their living rooms for the community, and uh, you go there, they feed you supper, you put on a show, they let you sleep there, uh, they make you breakfast, and they send you off to the next uh, community. Oh, okay. And they'll do the same thing. So myself and Mike Ehrenberg, uh, we are going to the Yukon. Oh, wow. Uh, in February, yeah. That's so awesome. It's going to be a wild That's trip. A little, <laughs> a little bit of a distance. Yeah, so, you know, talking about winter driving and all that stuff for, uh, we got four brand new snow tires mm-hmm. on my Jeep and I'm ready yeah. to roll. <laughs> do you get to pick your the, your location or do they like, hey, we need someone here or these are the options, we pick did, one? We or? did uh, pick that, yeah. Is there so a reason? We, yeah. You've never been there? Or? Yeah, exactly. It's the Yukon. Yeah. It's the coolest. <laughs> you oh, know, then like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, we, we had a choice between like a few other places, but. You know, we can we can book that ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's know, true. The, the Yukon is uh, it's gonna be a chance of a lifetime. You know. 
That's awesome. So really looking forward to it. Cool. Mm-hmm. So for local musicians who would be totally interested in doing something like that, how would they how would they find out like for next year? I'm assuming applications. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Tim Osmond and Mitch Bedalek are very very friendly people. Uh, their uh, home roots headquarters is down on I think it's Sarah Avenue, just off in between Sherbrooke and Maryland. Okay. Go talk to them. They're very nice guys and uh, play them some tunes and just or stop by for a coffee and say hello. Can you point can people find them online? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, homers.ca. Cool. I think the uh, website is awesome. That's, a I'm that's pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. I don't. I don't play roots music, but does it matter? No, no? Th- they have they have all sorts of different. Uh, okay. There. Yeah. Okay, I'm just wondering because yeah. I when I hear roots, I think folk music, and I don't. Yeah. Wondering, is it gonna be only it, so it could be like any? I'm yeah. assuming like not like crazy. Well, I don't like lots like of equipment. <laughs> I think very acoustic. Yeah, l- a lot of uh, you know singer songwriters or. Uh, mm-hmm phenomenal guitar players or yeah. you know i've seen i've seen all sorts of uh homebrew shows okay mm-hmm. awesome yeah and if anybody wants to uh learn more about that check out the website or if you want to see where mi- uh, myself and michael will be in february where we're going uh there's we have an artist page on homebrew on the website there so oh awesome nice all of our dates, so. sweet that's so cool mm-hmm. um so got really high when i said sweet that was mm-hmm. <laughs> really awkward <laughs> so of all the music you have right now, what is your um, favorite song to play? Of my own? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know if I could choose. Because, you know, every song is kind of like a, a baby of yours, like a little child that mm-hmm. you <laughs> created. Oh, which you one's your favorite child? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, yeah, simply put, eh? The which one you one give the most job? attention to. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lately, I've been, uh, I've been having a lot of fun with <laughs> the Sendra song, which is a song that I wrote about my first car, okay. which was a 1994 Nissan Sentra, which was a giant piece of crap. But, uh, you know, it was pretty reliable, actually. It got me to where I wanted to go, like, 94% of the time. <laughs> no, there is, it's pretty rough. There's, some, there's one summer where I had to start it with a hammer, you know, tapping the starter with a what? hammer. <laughs> or, uh, or just parking it on a hill before <laughs> starting it or having my runway team close behind. Yeah. But, uh, I think I actually remember hearing a story about that. Yeah. Yeah, like having people having to like push it to oh get yeah. it going. I think I remember that. Big time. Yeah, <laughs> that happened lots for that whole summer actually. But yeah, the the funny thing about that car is the emblem on the back that uh, is supposed to say Sentra. The T fell off, mm-hmm. so it was uh, it became known as the Senra. Senra. Or the Senra Mobile, or as I like to call it, my Senra ride. Senra and that's ride. what the song is called. It's uh, called I Love My Senra Ride. Oh, it's okay. kind of a funny song about. Uh, the characteristics of the car and things that I've done with that car. So oh, okay, I I've, I've never heard that song. Yeah, I'll play it for you sometime. Sweet. Yeah. It's awesome. not it's not recorded yet, but yeah. it'll definitely be on oh, the next okay. album for cool. sure. Cool. Oh, I'm excited now. Mm. Um, where can people find your find you online and your music? Absolutely. I actually just made a website. Really. Just the other day, which is it was a long time coming. Um, it's uh, loganmckillop.com. So I'm I'm. Uh, Putting all my all my new dates up there, and uh, I'm gonna have a blog that's that's going on there. So if anybody wants to know uh, what I'm up to, check it cool. out. Cool. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, that. Or if you want to, li- I've got uh, a link to my SoundCloud page as well on there. Okay. So there's some songs for you to, if anybody wants to listen. Mm-hmm. Do you have that iTunes? One. I do. Yeah, you yep. can buy my album Prairie Sky on iTunes. Okay. As well. And I'm assuming YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a couple floating okay, around. Okay, so yeah. people can just Google you and they'll find yeah, everything. Yeah, Google. Google yeah. is your friend. 
Awesome. Great. Uh, so we're about to hear uh, the song uh, Gary's Lament. Can mm. you tell me about that? I can, yeah. I could probably give a better description than uh, when I was talking about this world of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gary's Lament is, um, is a song that I wrote about a homeless alcoholic at a Greyhound bus station in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. And I had a really terrible day in Sault Ste. Marie. I got into, uh, accidentally got myself into a little bit of trouble at the U.S. border. And then uh, about an hour and a half after that, I got T-boned into, an in into a telephone pole and rolled off my van. And uh, so I was stranded in the Sioux. And th that was when I was touring out to Montreal mm -hmm. uh, about three years ago. So I was stranded in the Sioux, and I had all my belongings with me because I was living in the back of the van at the time. And uh, so I had to take the Greyhound bus home. And that's when I met Gary, and he's a very kind guy. He helped me uh, carry all my belongings to the Greyhound bus station. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, we, you know, every... Every chance we, we got, we would hop off the bus for a smoke. I don't smoke anymore. But, and we'd talk about our life and uh, share our life stories. And his was a particularly sad story. So uh, the last time I saw him, he was uh, walking towards the Salvation Army in Thunder Bay on a freezing cold day with nowhere to go. And mm -hmm. he wasn't exactly sure if he was allowed back there because he'd already been booted out of that specific Salvation Army for, um, for drinking. So... It left a it left a big void in my heart, and yeah. uh, I don't know wherever he is. I hope he's doing okay. So yeah, I had to write that song. Mm -hmm. for him. It is a beautiful song. Thanks. It's one of my favorites. Thanks. Um, yeah. So yeah, everyone gets to hear <laughs> how sad <laughs> it is, but it is a beautiful <laughs> it's a beautiful piece. So everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Winnipeg Music Project. If you missed the first half of this interview, do not fret. It is on umf umfm.com. Or you can check on Friday at www.winnipegmusicproject.com. Um, yeah, this is Gary's Lament. Thank you so much for yeah, having me. Thank you, so much for <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming. It's so glad to have you yeah. here finally. Um, Absolutely. And I hope you can come again. When, if you have a new Absolutely. album coming up, you can come back and we can talk about Sounds it. Sounds great. It's no problem. So now you can listen to Gary's Lament. <laughs> This is what it feels like to be alone. I recall those days when, when I had a home and a woman to love, someone to take care of. The day she died, my world it fell apart, and the booze is the only thing to numb this broken heart so day after day i drank it all away now i've got nothing nothing to my name oh one of these days i will 